Hello and welcome to another episode of the Grit Dogs podcast. I know it's been a second since we've done this, but uh, we're back. We're back better than ever. Uh, pretty big milestone today. Uh, I am. But before we get into that, I'm going to welcome in my co-host Justin Odell. Justin, how you doing? I'm doing great. How about you? You know, not too bad. I don't think I could be better given the situation. Uh, for those of you that don't know, and based on the fact that our audience is mostly Everett uh, community members, I'm sure that most of you do know uh, we clinched a share of our first conference championship since 1996 today, our first one in 23 years. Um, yeah, we did so by finishing up a game with Manton from way back at the beginning of this month. We finished it off. I uh, ended up winning by a final of 6-1. to one. Uh, Justin, why don't you go ahead and take the people through it? Well, we started off hitting, and we just our approach was to hit the ball and give Danny some more run support. And so we did just that in our first inning yep. of play. And then Danny shut him down first time around the order. Oh, yeah. And then our second inning, we didn't hit quite as good as we did in the first. But, you know, Danny's just being Danny – the same thing oh, he's been yeah. doing all season, shutting people down. Got the final out, dog piled on him, got Coach J a little wet, and it was a good Oh, time. yeah, we did. Yes, we <laughs> did. Um, you know, uh, we got we got the runs. We stressed early on that we were going to need to get at least one run for Danny. You know, no nothing against Danny, but we wanted him to be as comfortable as possible. And so we went out, and it, our approach was hit or get hit, and we had two guys get bean, uh, another couple big hits. Ended up being six to one at the end of the fifth. I think we were uh, a little zoned out in that uh, top half of the sixth. I think we knew what was what was gonna go down in the bottom half if everything went according to plan. So yes, sir. We didn't necessarily take the inning off, but it was um, we were we were we were kind of we kind of got ahead of ourselves, and luckily it didn't come back to bite us. But yeah. Danny Danny pitched as well as he could in the two innings that we had to play and uh, we were able to pull it off Uh, a couple of fun moments that we'll share with you. We, you know, not everybody gets to see what goes on behind the scenes and in our dugout, but so I let off the game today and I got, I grounded out and I get back in the dugout and I, it took me, I'd say I felt sorry for myself for maybe a second or two. And in the dugout walks coach Maneer, um, (laughs) We had all thought that he had gone down to Florida, but all of a sudden there he is in the flesh and everybody just goes nuts. And I'm like, all right, we're back. And, um, and then Ty <laughs> gets beamed and Danny gets beamed. And next thing you know, we ha- we're hanging up a three spot and everybody was feeling good after that. Uh, so, yep. so, you know, obviously the conference championship is like we just alluded to is a huge deal. But this season was um, a season of a lot of milestones for us as a program. You know, Coach Jay, with his first conference championship as head coach of the Wildcats, uh, 27 and six regular season record, which I mean, I'm no, I don't have the the school records with me, but it's got to be up there. It's got to be up there. You know, we had three double headers rained out. Uh, you know, I wish we could have played them, but. You know, so we finished with 27 and six um, and a couple other big moments. And Justin, I'll let you tell the listeners about those moments. 
Oh, we won the mid-state tournament against, or not again, in Lakeview. Montebello. Or in Montebello, in Montebello, that's right. Um, we ended up splitting against Beale City, which was huge oh, yeah. in our our conference hunt. Yep. Unfortunately, we couldn't pull out the game too, but you aren't going to win right. everything. So. Yep. Um. Oh, the, I think you the sweep against McBain was big. You know, you. It was. You and Danny were both lights out. And that sweep against McBain, who had played competitively with everybody in the conference. Oh, those were two big ones. That was huge. We just took two yesterday from a, uh, our rival down US 10, Reed City, by a final of 4-1 to and 3-1. to uh, Justin, again, another phenomenal game. Another name I want to drop out there is Troy Ledholtz. Troy Ledholtz in, yes, in his sir. last two is 2-0. Two and oh. And has only allowed one unearned run. So Troy, senior, he's been pitching on varsity since he was a freshman. Obviously, you know the injury uh, took his sophomore year away, but he's peaking at the right time. Troy's pitching as well as you could ask from a senior who's yes, he's eating innings. You know he's going down. He's pitch count very effective. Um, and with that being said, I'd like to get into our our rotation. I'd like to talk a little bit about our pitching rotation before we move along, because. Lately, we've been very, very good on the mound. Um, it starts up yeah. starts up front with Danny and Justin. Danny's, Danny's, as a sophomore, you couldn't ask for anything more from Danny. Throwing heat, um, you know, he's and he's one thing. Nasty curveball. Yep. One thing I will say is that not a lot of walks between our entire rotation. Yeah. You know, from Danny Whitbeck all the way down to Parker, who was just cleared to pitch, you know, maybe the beginning of the month. He Nobody's putting guys on, yeah. no free ones from our rotation, which is really, really nice, you know. Justin, you've been the number two all year. Um, well, not not all year, obviously. It, Justin is a, a pitcher that would be a number one on most any other staff, but with the emergence of Danny, um, <laughs> you know. <coughs> Pretty lights out. Yeah, which – Kind of took us all by surprise, you know, given that he's still only a sophomore. But he's been awesome. Justin's been awesome. Yeah, I'm excited. Out of that number two. Uh, and then Troy we just talked about. And another name we'll throw out there, Ty Sahaki. Pitches to a, oh, p- pitches to about as much weak contact as I've ever seen. But, you know, efficient. Eats up innings, low pitch counts. Couldn't ask for much more. He's like him. Kyle Hendricks. Oh, yeah, location, location. Out of tie. Very, very good from uh, stuff from him. So, we now stand at 27-6. and six. We know who we're playing in the districts. Uh, the Lake City Trojans knocked off McBain today in their pre-district game. We took two from Lake City earlier in the year. The first one was a battle. Didn't We did not play very well in the field. You know, that's just being honest. No. But we we battled with them. Um, we ended up winning it. I do not remember the final score. Uh, but the margin didn't indicate how close that game was because we got off to a pretty rough start in that one. Yes, we did. I think we were behind 6-3 after 3. I believe so, So we yeah. can't take that for granted. We ended up, we ended up scoring like 12, I think. Yeah. 
had a huge fourth inning. But it's not going to be – we can't get behind like that again. Uh, I'm, pretty sure, yeah. I'm pretty sure you'll be the guy in game one. And then Morley knocked off Pine River in the other matchup, I believe. And so they would yeah. take on Manton. And we would – if we were to get by Lake City, we would get the winner of that game in the final. But we're not going to discuss much past Lake City – because obviously we can't get to the district final if we do not win that game. Yeah, but exactly. Um, but you know, we're gonna we're gonna do some superlatives here before we uh, welcome in a guest, Justin. We're gonna run through some. We're gonna make it like the MLB. We're gonna give out some awards from the Grit Dogs podcast. Okay. Um, I'd like to right. hear your your three. Well, we're gonna go four. We've got to get the MVP, the Cy Young, and then we'll give out a newcomer of the year for a first-year varsity player, and then we'll give a veteran of the year for a guy who's, you know, it can be. Yeah, yes, yeah, we'll give it to a senior. Um, I've got my picks for you, um, and then you can. I'll give you. A, I'll I'll go first, so I give you a second to think about what you've got. Uh, without further ado, I'll start with our, our veteran award, uh, and I'm giving it to Troy Letholz. Troy, I think, has earned it. He's pitched extremely well, about as well as you can ask for, like I said. Um, he's really brought it. He's got a mix of pitches that is unparalleled, you know, and he's come a long, long way since, you know, I've been playing with him forever, and it's been awesome to have Troy on the team, and hopefully – uh, the game against Reed City wasn't his last time on the bump because I'm sure we'll need him in the near future if we're going to make a run. Moving on to mm-hmm. the the newcomer. This one has quite a few candidates. Quite a few candidates. You've got guys like uh, Rowan, who's brought speed. And you've got guys like, you know, uh, Seabass, who's been tearing the cover off the ball when he's been getting at-bats. You know, the one thing I will say is that we brought back the majority of our team this year, so there, I mean, there really was no room for, for new guys, because we were just bringing everybody back. Um, yeah. But my new, the boys are back. My newcomer of the year is going to go to Pierce Johnson, and it's close between him and Nate, because you know they've obviously Nate was dealt a tough blow, you know, in Montebello. That, that hit by pitch yeah. didn't help him. But uh, Pierce has been awesome in the field for us. He's played a huge role for um, us defensively when, when our ace is on the hill, which, which has been Danny. Uh, so Pierce is going to get my, my, vet, or my rookie of the year. The, the Cy Young is, is pr- a pretty obvious one. And it's no, it's no detriment yeah. to the rest of the staff because everybody's pitched so well. But Danny's going to get it just because, you know, in that big game against Beal, he brought it. But even in the in the games that that haven't meant as much, obviously every conference game is huge. But Danny's brought it in every game he's pitched in. He's been phenomenal, been lights out, and so he's going to get the Cy Young for our for our 2019 season. And then my MVP, I think, is going to surprise you. I think it's going to surprise you. It just came to my head. Uh, but our most valuable player this season. Uh, I'm going to give it to two. I'm going to split it down the middle. All right. Is that, can I do that? Okay. 
Um, yeah, you can do a co-MVPs. I'm going to go my, – my first MVP is going to be Billy Cochran. You know, high, yeah. high yeah. average. You know, he, he always has – Hits for he's, power. He's really stepped up and led this team. You know, he's, he's a guy that you would look to for some guidance, you know. See, he's, he's been with the varsity for four years. He's, he's, my, he's my first MVP. My second MVP is going to be Garrett Johnson, and here's why. We have not seen a better defensive catcher than Garrett all year. Garrett defensively has been rock solid behind the plate, and he's been throwing guys out at as high of a clip as we've seen uh, with our opponents. We haven't seen a better catcher than Garrett. And then he's brought at the plate. He's got some sneaky power, man. He, he like does. the one he had against Montebello when wall, that really, I'm not going to say it surprised me because nothing anybody does on this team surprised me. You just got to get to know these people. And they're like, not surprised by anything. But Garrett's launched a couple of balls. He's had some big hits for us. The game that I will highlight with him is the Lake City game when he came off the bench with a bad back and had that RBI single to kickstart our rally in the fourth inning. That was a huge hit for us, and, you know, that turned the tides of that game, and we were able to come back and get that win. So now I'll turn it over to you, and you can give me your superlatives for the year. Well, I think mine would be just the same as yours because those are pretty good. Yeah, I did did put some thought into those. so I'll just I'll just agree with you. That uh, that doesn't diminish the value of anybody else on this team. You know, you've got guys like Carter Pritchard who made a position change his sophomore year. He started on the varsity at shortstop. You know, now he's our center fielder and he's been solid out there too. He runs a lot of balls down. You know, makes some awesome plays for us uh, across the outfield. You know, you got yourself who. I mean, I don't know how much experience you've had as an outfielder. I know you didn't play a whole lot last year, but man, oh man, you you get the golden glove out of, for the outfield because you awesome. you've made some spectacular plays out there. The the catch in Chip Hills and the catch against Morley back to back nights. You're out there sprawled out making plays. A couple of huge plays from you in the outfield, and then you've got Parker in left. He's just electric. I mean, he gets everybody yep. going just by his intense <laughs> attitude and t- toward everything, you know. Just by the yeah, lip. Yeah, he, he's – he is left. an absolute you, – you love to watch that in the dugout. He's probably one of the most unintentionally entertaining guys on the team just, just based on the way he attacks everything he does with 110% intensity and seriousness, and that's something that's awesome about Parker. Uh Moving along, I, I want to try and highlight everybody. Obviously, we talked about Billy. Ty, another guy who could get a golden glove. He's made some awesome plays. He's rock solid over there at short. And he brings it pitching, too. You know, that was that was a does. surprise I didn't – he didn't pitch. I don't think he pitched once last year. But, he, you know, he's bringing it on the mound now, uh, sliding across. You've got yeah. Danny and Pierce. I've talked about both of those guys. And then you got Donovan Ragan over at first, who I think he's made the play of the year. I think he gets played. The- Going over the fence. Yeah, he dove over the fence, made the catch, held yep. on to it. I think that's your play of the year. Secured it. 
Yeah. I do. He made awesome play on that. Uh, Garrett, we talked about Garrett. And then we're going we're gonna to get into – you, you, you got to remind me if we've if we've mi- if I miss anybody here, but in the dunk, let's talk about some underclassmen for sure. Reese Ransom, Ransom, he's been he's been DH for us. He's played some games at catcher. He's been a solid backup catcher oh, yeah. to Garrett just to give him some relief on those knees. Yep. Um, all the other guys, you know, Braden, Donovan, Doug. Yep, those guys are. Real good players. I mean, you can't ask for much more than what they've given us. You know, solid reps in practice. You know, they get uh, those kids. They take every practice seriously, every rep seriously. Those guys are going to be the program's in good hands next year. You know, when guys yeah. like me and Pritchard, Troy, Garrett, Billy, we all check out. Guys like Duncan and Cass and Reese. Nate's going to be healthy. Those kids are going to bring it next year, and I'm excited. You know, when I get out of school to come back and watch these guys get put another number on that banner that we've got in the gym, because I think this is just the start of what of what this program has to offer in this conference. We're building the foundation. Yep. You know, the JVs lost one game in the conference this year to McBain. They swept Beal. They swept everybody else. Um, awesome effort from them. I'm excited. I really am. Yep. They did that shorthanded too. For sure. For sure. That's one thing that hopefully changes next year is that we get more numbers. We get more ball players. Hopefully the success of this team brings more guys out for next season. Uh, couldn't ask for much more, though, from our JVs. They've got a lot of promising young guys down there. I, oh, yeah. I do want to ask you a couple more questions regarding the team. This is going to be our season recap episode, our regular season recap Hopefully, we've got plenty more baseball we played. I want to ask you, Justin, what was your moment of the year? What was your favorite moment this year? Um, probably throwing my no-hitter against Pine River. That was awesome. You know, that's an underrated moment, and I think it's because nobody really remembers it because it was such a long time ago, it feels like. Yeah. But it was a good You know, you had to be there. To... It was only a one nothing game, so that game – was it? We were in danger of letting that get away from us at any second. And Justin yeah. held firm, not a hit in the books. A testament to when, um, my moment of the year. Geez, there's just so many. This has just been such a great year. You know, the obvious choice would be to pick today and the dog pile mm-hmm. today. But I'm going to take you a step back from that to the last huge game that we played on our field, and that's I'm going to give you the last inning, the top half of the sixth against Beale City game one. Uh-huh. And that's, that's a moment that I think I'll remember forever. You know, <laughs> we get the, the leadoff guy gets on and then steals second with nobody out. Yeah. And so then – Danny's back's against the wall. It's a one nothing game, tying runs in scoring position. And then he just locks down. Strikeout, fly out to you. The kid tags and advances to third. I thought you had him on your throw to third. Yeah, um, it was just a little bit off to the left. Or else I would have hauled yep, him. Two gone. 
Two gone, man at three. He's doing everything he can to get up and down that line and try and psych out Danny. And Danny strikes the kid out on three pitches. What a moment. Yeah. You know, and Danny, he's got plenty of great moments ahead of him, but that's one that always will stick out to me. Um, you know, this has been a great year for us. There's a lot of a lot of ball left to be played, I think. You know, our district, we've played every team in our district, and, you know, we've won every game against those. But anything can happen in the postseason. Ball bounces differently. You know, we're going to talk a little bit about it after we do our interview. But if you're going to stop listening here, I want you to know 10 o'clock in Lake City, we will be taking on the hometown team. Um, we're going to be playing at 10, and then the district championship game would be at 2 if we were to advance to that. I'm feeling good. How are you feeling, Justin? I'm feeling amazing. I feel like we got a lot of baseball ahead of us. For sure, for sure. Uh, we're going we're gonna to end this segment right here, and we'll be back in just a few with an interview with a special guest. All right, we now welcome on Reese Ransom, special guest, friend of the show. Reese, how you doing? Pretty good, Christian. How are you? You know, I'm not bad. Could be, could be a lot worse, you know, after the events of today and the events of this whole season. Uh, before we get into it too much, Reese, why don't you give the listeners a rundown on your season? Uh, tell, them, tell them about, you know, some of your strong points and your season from going up and down from JV to varsity. Uh, in the beginning of the year, I was on JV every single game. I've been catching every single game, been hitting pretty good. And then towards the end of the season, I've been bouncing back and forth from JV to varsity. And now yep. that the JV season's done, moving up to varsity, play with district. Yep. And why don't you uh, give them a rundown on your role? Have, where, where have you been playing on varsity? I've been DHing and I've been catching a few and Garrett needs a break. Yep, and uh, I will also say Reese has been the all-conference bullpen catcher. Um, oh, you yeah. You should see him. I don't think he's had one pass ball uh, pre-inning warm-ups, you know, in between innings when, when Garrett comes off you know, from the bases. Reese is we We've got high expectations for our bullpen catchers, and Reese has really lived up to his bailing. Um, I'm going to turn it over to Justin now. Justin, you got some questions for I do, him? I do, I do, I do. Reese, if you had a sister, who on the team would date your sister? Ah, uh, that's a given. Probably Billy. <laughs> I knew he was going to say that. <laughs> <laughs> And why Billy? I don't know. Billy Billy can get pretty wild. <laughs> Daddy I'll can. Daddy can. Oh, gosh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Billy's a good man. Billy's a good man. All right. I got, um, I got one more, too. So, I... <sighs> Reese, if you had to be a conjoined twin with somebody on the team, who would you not want to be a conjoined twin with? Oh, I 
This is a tough one. This is a tough one. You got to think you're going to be literally joined at the hip. For life. Yes. Justin asks the hard hitters. I do. You know, probably. Oh, yeah. I don't know. I'll probably either <laughs> Rowan or Sebastian. <laughs> Why Rowan or Sebastian? You know, I don't know. Something just came to me. The, the, no. Them two names. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. You know, now, Reese, your repertoire extends far beyond baseball. Uh, why don't you give the listeners a little rundown on what you do? Uh, and the other two sports seasons. I uh, play football, was a running back, got moved to guard, and I, I also <laughs> wrestle. And you're pretty – I'd say you're pretty good at that. Wouldn't you yeah, agree? I would um, agree. Yeah, I mean, Come on. The, only, the only state qualifier in Everett High School history yep. to this point. Yep. To this point. You know, we're hoping we can get the team down there one of these Hopefully. years. But uh, the uh, the program is trending up. Reese, while we're on the topic of wrestling, outside of you, other than Sebastian, I don't think there's another person on the baseball team that – oh, Garrett, Garrett. But we're going to say Garrett – okay, post-Garrett era here because he's graduated. Other than Garrett and Sebastian, which non-wrestler on the varsity team – and this is from juniors down. We're not counting the seniors. Which – non-wrestler would make the best wrestler. And I'm sure you've probably put some thought into yeah, this. Yeah, I think uh, either Nate or Danny. <laughs> now, Nate, Danny, that's your, that's, your, that's your cue, Nate. You know, Nate or Danny, get out on the mats. You know, I played basketball, so I'm obviously not telling you not to play basketball. I had a good experience, but Reese knows. Reese knows his stuff. So, uh, that's some advice, I think, to Nate and Danny that you got to get out there and at least try it yep. on the mats. Come to the workouts, Coach Bryant, Coach Hopkins. Um, Justin, you got a couple more questions for him? Uh, let me think of one real quick. This will be quick. Um, Better not give me another hard one. <laughs> oh, no guarantees. No guarantees. Justin's a thinker. Okay. This is an easy one. Who out of the juniors and seniors do you think had the highest SAT score? Oh. Do I know the answer to this? I know the answer for my class. Yeah. Just take a guess. I'm not I'm not sure, but just take a guess. Probably. Who do you think had the highest SAT score out of the juniors and seniors on our baseball team? I think Christian. Oh, that that is a good guess. Okay. I don't know what okay. the juniors got. I do know. I can tell you what I got. What'd you get? I got an eleven seventy. See, Pritchard and I both got twelve seventies. Yeah. Do you think I'm anybody got? That. Do you think anybody got higher than that? What? The only person I, I can think of. Now that you said yours, the only other person I can think of topping me and Carter is Parker. Maybe Parker. I, I heard Parker didn't do that well on his. Oh, that's I guess that's a topic. Maybe we'll have to have him on the show and ask him. But yeah. uh, anyway, uh, moving along, 
Um, let's see here. Justin, you got another one for him? I can. All right. Throw something in. Who can you impersonate best on the team? Oh, this is a good one. Ooh. Probably Pritchard. Really? Let's, Let's hear, hear it. it. Let's hear oh, it. geez. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, I, I do want to hear this. Pritchard always has like the Kent Murphy voice going on. So it's oh, yeah, he does. Pretty easy. What, let's let's like, hear it, Reese. Leanne, quit <laughs> <on my> <laughs> <laughs> That That's is a classic good. Pritchard line. Oh, for sure. And we're gonna do a, a Reese ransom. No. <laughs> yeah. All right. Leanne. Yeah, he he's a another one. He just he's a, just a great guy to have in the dugout. There's there's. Everybody's got their own personality, I, I would say, and they, it all comes together well. Um, but the, the one conflict in our dugout, and I will get into this for very, very little, but is between brother, brother, Nate and Tom. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, don't, you don't see it's, it much, dude. but you definitely know it's there. His comment yeah. that he made in Montebello is the best. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm. That those guys, you know, I I like both of those guys, man. Those kids, they're both good kids. Yeah, they're, yeah, they are. They just, oh gosh, it's it, but it's like me and my brothers, you know. We just, it's just hard to get along, especially. I can't imagine playing on the same team as my older brother, because like it feels like they're they're judging everything you do, and it's it's difficult to deal with that. And I think that's what's going on with them. But you know, it's just brothers yeah. being brothers, guys being dudes. Um, Reese, can I ask you a couple more questions here? Who do you think Reese, you got? You got that impersonation ready, bud? I just did her. He just oh. did it. Yeah. Uh, who? Who do you think, <laughs> Reese? Who do you think is going to make the best? Who? Who on our team would make the best teacher? And I'm going to give you a grade level. The grade level is kindergarten. Who do you think makes the best kindergarten teacher on our team? Probably you, Christian. Oh, gosh, I don't know, man. I don't I'll give my take. Yeah, what do you Justin, got, what do you got? I think Danny, because Danny is very patient. Oh, yeah. And he he wouldn't get mad at a little kid for, like, cutting up his favorite tie or, like, stapling his finger to the desk. <laughs> that is <laughs> that funny. Is true. Yeah, Danny. Go, hey, I... we don't do that. Just put the stapler away. I think that that – no, we're going to flip that. Who would make the worst kindergarten teacher? And I've got my own opinion. Ooh. I do too. <laughs> Probably Donnie or Parker. Yep. Yeah. I was yeah. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. There's just – oh. I got another one. Oh, yeah. Reece, what you got? if your belly button was a button, what would you have it do? <laughs> oh god! <laughs> uh, what? Probably like funny. activate some superpower, like turn me invisible or make me fly or something like that. All right, all right. That Chris, is funny, Christian. How about you? Oh jeez, um, mine would be like a start stop button that could, because I know that I can get kind of long winded and talk a lot and. 
that would be like my automatic shut up button. <laughs> when I knew that I was being loud and annoying, I would just bang, hit the button, boom, I'd shut up. I like yeah. it. I like it. Dustin, what about you? I think it'd give me more speed. You know, if like more speed. If, I'm, if I'm running the ball and I hit the edge and I need that extra speed, I'll just slap my belly and there I go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I think that's going to about wrap this interview up. Reese, you got any last words, any parting comments for the people? I don't think I do. Well, you know, if you're a listener that comes to the games, you can look forward to at least two more years of this man that we're talking to right here. Going to be playing some catcher. Uh, might even get out in the outfield at some point. Uh, Reese, thanks for coming on. Yeah, thanks for having me.